Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. You know, you need three to three and a half steady hands to help you be an elite team in this league, you know? And uh, I think the Knicks had two of them. I think that you can say that that Brunson and Randall are definitely 1A and 1B, like I said. But the question is, like, who's going to be that third guy on a night-to-night basis that's going to show up and it's going to give you an efficient 15 to 18 points? You know, I I still think Julius Randall is having a phenomenal season. I just think he's putting too much pressure on himself, and because of that, I think he's making poor choices. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you. It is hour three here on 98.7 ESPN. Switching gears, talking a little college basketball, college hoops. It is March Madness. We've got quite a few games still on the slate today and then Selection Sunday. That is today. Very exciting time for a lot of young men and women uh, across the NCAA uh, basketball uh, arena. And uh, Tobin Anderson, head coach, of Fairleigh Dickinson University joins us now. Tobin, thank you so much for making some time with us on this Sunday morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks, Neil. Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Uh, listen, you, you you took this FDU team last year, 4-22. and This year, they're 19-15. and When you look at, you know, what you have done uh, the seven years that you coached in Division II, right? Seven NCAA Division II bids, um, you know, eight you know, you went to, you went to the Elite Eight once. You went to the Sweet Sixteen three times. You know, obviously, you being there has has changed things. So it's it's, it's quite impressive. Uh, what what to, what's your biggest takeaway from this season? It's just been a, a roller coaster as far as you know. We we did not expect you know going coming off a four and twenty two season. Basically, had to re- rebuild the whole program. So you're just hoping to to be competitive your first year. You're just hoping to to. to to be in position to make, you know, win, win double your win total, we get to eight or ten wins. So what we've done and the quality, we have great kids, kids in our program, and and the, what we've done to get to 19 wins, to get to conference championship, to to um, to win some big games out of conference and now to go to the NCAA tournament is just remarkable. I think this speaks to the kind of kind of players we have in the program. We, you know, it's, it's in, in college basketball now with the with the portal and with all the transfers and people moving and coming and going. It's like you got to kind of put together a roster on, on the on the fly a little bit, you know. And so we we did that. We put together a roster. I was hired in May, and we had our roster by July July fifth, and that roster for some somehow some way was able to uh, to be in a, in a being pretty good. So it's been a it's been a great ride for FDU for our basketball program. And yeah, we thought this might be a three or four year rebuilding project. So to get to where we're at right now, to get to 19 wins, NCAA tournament, we are obviously thrilled. Looking forward to a big day today. Yeah, coming into your your conference, um, you know, uh, tournament second seed, you beat St. Francis seventy to fifty, averaging seventy eight yep. points a game, uh, and forcing sixteen turnovers. Really, really impressive. So again, congratulations. With that being said, you know, how do you, you know, ha- 
take us like what let us live vicariously through you tonight right <laughs> i would imagine that you're going to be yeah. with with your men you're going to be watching yeah. you know the yeah. selection sunday and how everything unfolds and then reality sits in, is, like sits in right <laughs> like what a huge opportunity this is so you know how do you prepare um you know your guys for such such a, a big event well, the good thing is we, we knew we were going last week, so we, 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 we won our game on Saturday to qualify for the tournament. So it's been, it's been a week of kind of like going through all the media stuff and all the attention, all the and you know, the stuff going on. So we've been able to kind of get through that a little bit now. So we've you know we've had we've been able to practice the last three or four days and really get ready for the tournament in that respect. But you know this is a once in a lifetime, hopefully not once in a lifetime. Hopefully we do it again next year. But it's like to get to the tournament to have selection Sunday, going to have it in our arena, place to be packed. Our students, our fans, our alumni are all coming. Um, could be a huge selection show. So the guys, it's what's your dream? As a kid, you want to be on Selection Sunday. You want to be um, have the chance of your name called against um, who you're going against. You know where, where you're going, who you're playing, what the bracket looks like. So we're um, it's a great opportunity for us. And and um, our guys, I know we had practice this morning already, and you can just see the the, the, the bounce in their step, the excitement. And you know for for small schools like us, I mean this is a this is a great great thing. We're, we're you know you're on you're on par with the with the Purdue's and the Gonzagas and the Houston's and the the Dukes and people like that, where it's a chance to to go play in the same tournament. So we're excited to find out who we play, where we play, and then like we fly out first thing probably tomorrow morning and um, get ourselves ready to play here in a couple of days. So it's um, it's exciting and um, just great for our for our players. And, and like you talked about, from, from you know when we first got the job to go from four wins to where we're at now is just we never probably in our wildest dreams would have thought this. So we're uh, we're excited, but we also. We have a we have a good basketball team. Like our guys that we 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 we, we're, we can we can beat some people. So we're looking forward to going to the tournament, having a chance to compete, and and maybe getting a win. Again, uh, head coach of uh, FDU, Tobin Anderson, joining us here. Ninety eight point seven ESPN selection Sunday tonight. What will be revealed? Who will be your first opponent? Uh, and hopefully more to follow. Right now, I'm on bracketology. Right, Joey Buckets. He's <laughs> predicting Texas Southern. Good friend of mine, Jimmy Patsos, <laughs> on the show yesterday. Actually, I texted him this morning to say that you were going to come on, and uh, and he said you're a good dude and said that he had spoken to <laughs> your men earlier this yeah. season. Uh, he thinks you've got a great matchup if it was Howard. So talk about a team you feel that you would match up well against that would give you an opportunity uh, to, to play a second game. Well, first of all, Nina, you're, you're a great person to be a good friend of Jimmy Patsos. So you're obviously you're obviously you're, you're, you're in great <laughs> company hanging out with him. He's a He's a great guy. He's a great dude mm-hmm. himself. He's an interesting dude. But he's a great dude. So that's, I appreciate him saying that. Um, we are the smallest team in all of Division One, according to the the, 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 the numbers. Like we're the uh, shortest team. Where we start a backcourt of five nine, five ten. Um, we're not big up front. So for us, we kind of like playing against teams that are um, we can press and like we, we play up tempo. We play fast. So we like teams that can go press and and like want to go up and down. So, yeah, Texas Southern is a possibility. Howard's a possibility. There's other schools out there, too. So we spent the last three or four days kind of watching all these games, uh, getting a feel for who we could play. Kind of, it's a little bit like you're, you're just trying to guess who, who you might play. So I might, I'm watching tape right now, and just there's a chance we'll play, you know, one of these three or four schools. So we're hoping to, to guess right. And, and, like, you know, once we find out, it's going to be a short turnaround, so we have to be ready to go. But we're, um, no matter who we play, like, we we do what we do. We press, we run, we score points, and we're – we're not one of these slow it down, walk up the court, play in the 60s. We play, we play in the 80s and 90s. We like to score points. We can shoot the ball. So we'll play fast. And I think for us, like, we'll be a hard matchup for whoever we play. 
just because of how unique we are as far as not being very big, but being very, very quick, being very fast, and being uh, a team that can score. Again, uh, Joey Buckets on ESPN has you going up against Texas Southern, and then whoever wins that uh, facing Alabama uh, out of the <laughs> South. I know. Yep. I know. that. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. With that being said, well, well, before well, I... Go ahead. We'll cross that bridge. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. We'll worry about Alabama. We gotta get to get the first one first. Don't worry about Alabama. I've seen, I've seen Alabama on tape. Alabama would present some interesting matchup problems for us. But uh, listen, we'll cross. We'll cross that when we get to it. Um, bigger picture here: a, a few hot topics heading into tonight. Right. Number yep. one: Kansas lost to Texas yesterday. So there's a debate: who should be the overall number one? Houston. Yep. Or Kansas. Uh, and Kansas, by the way, has lost to Texas twice now. So do you feel Houston should be the overall number one? You know, people talk about the eye test all the time, just watching teams on TV. And, I, and to me, Houston's the best team, just watching them play. And I think they, if all the teams in the tournament, they, I think they're the best chance to win a national championship. They can defend. They can rebound. They're tough. They're physical. They're older. So just based on that, I mean, the, the numbers, you can go either way, Kansas or Houston. But just watching Houston play, they are they are really really good. Like, I I know from my standpoint, I would not want to you know that that would that'd be a matchup that I would not look forward to. If you got to play them, you got to play them. But they are they are just they're a little bit mean, big physical, and they they can defend. So I, to me, that's the best team in the tournament. Uh, another hot topic tonight is going to be who are the who are the four ones. Unfortunately, UCLA loses to Arizona last night in that Pac-12. Yeah. They don't have Clark. A lot of people feel that you know that's going to be a big hit to them because. <clears throat> A big part of their identity is their defense. Meanwhile, Purdue beat Ohio State. Uh, they've got a game later on today against Penn State. I'm trying to look and see what time that is at 3.30 p.m. Yeah. If, if Purdue does win the Big Ten, no dispute there, right? Even though a lot of people, and again, I had Jimmy Patzos on yesterday. He still has UCLA cutting down the nets uh, at the end of March Madness. But if, if, if since you, since UCLA lost to Arizona last night, if Purdue does win the big 10, uh, no, no dispute there, right. They should be one of the final four. Yeah. I think Purdue. Yeah. I think Purdue with their, with their, um, you know, they've had a great season overall. They won the big 10, but one of like four games. I and mean, anyway, they clearly won the big 10, which is a great conference. Um, then they're in the ice test. They're very good too. The big kid, Zach Eady's tremendous. And he's excellent. But you know, UCLA is good too. I don't think there's a whole lot of difference there. I mean, obviously if you're a, for the highest two or the, or the lowest one, it's not a it's not a big gap there. But I would think Purdue gets the final the final the the one seed, which which they they totally deserve that as well. But um, I think it's a, one of the most wide open tournaments we've had in a long time. There's a lot of teams mm-hmm. that are in there that can win this thing. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of teams that are going to be you know threes and fours that are that are they're very very good teams as well. So um, you know, in Purdue, I think after losing to St. Peter's last year in the NCAA tournament. I would think they'd have a little bit of motivation. I think they'll have a chance to make a deep run. And, and um, same thing, they, they cause major problems with their size. And, and the big kid is just, he's just so unique because it's hard to play against a seven foot four guy who actually is a good player, too. So they, they defend, they're good, too. So it's going to be, uh, the tournament's going to be great. I think it's going to be awesome. And you know, I'll be watching to see if the local teams, like, you know, hopefully Rutgers gets in. I mean, Rutgers does, is a tremendous team as well. So hopefully they get in. And, and um, yeah, it'll, it'll be, uh, I think Iona is going to be a tough match. Whoever has to play them. That's going to be a tough – I mean, watching them play, they're, they're very, they'll be like a 13 seed. They'll be a very hard team to go against um, for a three. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a great tournament. We're, just, we're happy, Like I said, we're happy to be part of it and, and uh, go see what happens. Uh, last one for you because Joe, our producer, uh, he's, he went to Iona. 
Um, I love this Iona team. I'm with you. I've been saying yeah. this for a week now. I think Iona is going to make some noise. Uh, I think they make it to the Sweet 16. Who knows? Maybe the Elite Eight. Rick Pitino, I think a lot of people forget that he's still coaching college basketball. And yeah. and again, I, I love this Iona team. So interesting that you mention Iona because I, I'm with you, Coach. I, I think they're going to make some noise. Oh. Uh, and, and, and again, I wouldn't be surprised if they – if listen anything could happen right and as you said this tournament is wide open i would i I guess my point here is i would not be shocked if they make it to the elite eight i'm with you coach i would not be shocked either they got a front line they got they got two guys up front that are six eleven that are like a high major team and they got an incredible backcourt in in clayton and jenkins so they got a a really good team and obviously a hall of fame coach with coach patino on the bench so i think they got you know i would i would not pick against them at all i think they have a chance to make a a deep run as well, and like, like I said, I think I think Rutgers. I think if you, I would not want to play Rutgers in the, in the tournament either. I think they have a chance to to win a couple games and, and go far as well. So I mean, teams that defend this time of year, they can really play play great half court defense. Are hard to play against. So I think I think there's a lot of teams around here that can make some make some run, make some noise, and and see what happens. That's the, that's the fun part about March, right? That's the that's the best part of beginning this time, and then you know, sure it's going to happen. Who's going to be this year's St. Peter's? Who's going to you know pull off a couple upsets? And 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 uh, it should be exciting. Well, we're thrilled to have you on. Uh, we'll be watching March Madness uh, Selection Sunday tonight, and, uh, and, and we'll be really intrigued who your first game is going to be against. Thank you so much for spending time with us uh, on this Sunday morning. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you. I appreciate that. Have a great day. You got it. Tobin Anderson, uh, head coach of Fairleigh Dickinson. Uh, exciting time for them, that's for sure. Again, that program, 4-22, four, four in, in 22 uh, last last season and um, and uh, of course this year now taking them to 19 and 15 they beat St. Francis 70 to 50 to now advance and it's going to be a fun time this hoops update brought to you by Sam Adams beer truly hard seltzer and truly vodka seltzer uh, this March Madness uh, make sure you crack open a refreshing Sam Adams beer truly hard seltzer truly vodka seltzer the official beer and seltzer of the Big East Conference, Sam Adams, truly enjoy responsibly. 800-919-3776, the phone number. You want to jump on board. Um, uh, let's let's circle back. I, I, I do want to continue to talk about the Jets and what's going on uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Also, I'm going to give you some picks and some plays as we get closer to the noon hour where we say hasta la vista. Uh, you still have two XFL games coming your way. Today and the players' championship is taking place. So, um, and and I've got some picks for you as well in college basketball, um, as well as the NBA. So, still a lot more coming your way. Our phone lines are open. You want to chime in? Talk Jets. Talk Knicks. Talk March Madness. Are you as high on Iona as I am, or Coach Anderson? Sounds like he's in. How about Joe? How about that? He mentioned he mentioned Iona. I didn't even I didn't even bring up. I was going to. It was going to be one of my questions. He he got to Iona before I got to Iona. How does that make you feel, Joe? Makes me feel good. I'm hoping for a twelve uh, a twelve seed so we can you know get in the the twelve five matchup. But I I'm just hoping for a, <clears> if, if one win I, I'm happy. If we get to the the Sweet Sixteen or the Elite Eight, I'm gonna do cartwheels to the station on my way to the to to work i would be extremely happy so joey buckets who i should have i should have booked for the show as well my bad um has iona as the 13th seed coming out of uh the midwest in kansas city um going up against xavier at four and then if they beat xavier then would have to go up against indiana or uh, oral roberts 
uh, and has them obviously in in the Midwest, the Kansas City uh, region. So they have Kansas there. But again, I don't believe Kansas gets the number one overall. Um, I, I do believe I, I believe with Coach, I, I think it is going to be Houston. So I- interesting. Again, this is this is this is the bracketology on ESPN. This is Joey buckets. Uh, this is uh, this is what he's assuming how the bracket is going to unfold. Obviously, we won't know until later on uh, this evening. Anita Marks with you. More to come, 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Anita Marks with you on this Sunday morning. Want to remind you, ESPN Disney, Disney Channel, and the NHL are teaming up to bring fans the NHL Big City Greens Classic, the first ever live animated NHL game telecast featuring the Washington Capitals going up against... This is on March 14th at 7 o'clock. The, uh, the alt cast of Big City Greens can be seen on Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, Plus, Disney Channel, and Disney XD with the regular cast <clears throat> of the game on ESPN. Again, it's all happening on Tuesday, March 14th at 7 p.m. Let's go to your, let's go to your calls. Is it, uh, is it I want to say it's Yov, right, calling him from Israel? There we go. Want to yeah, talk about the yeah, Giants? Yes, you got it right, Anita. It's you. And good morning, Anita. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. I'm great. Thank you very much. So I want to ask you, I heard some reports that the Giants are going to go after T.J. Edwards, the linebacker from the Eagles, and the tight end, Delton Schultz from the Cowboys. And that would make me very happy as a Giants fan if they could land those two and maybe draft a wide receiver. What do... Do you see them do do this off season? Like which direction do you see them go this this off season? Yeah, um, yo, thank you for the call and thank you for listening from Israel. Uh, that's that's really cool. Um, the Giants are in a really really good situation um, with their cap space, and I know that there is you know some various. Right here on 98.7 ESPN, when the deal was announced with Daniel Jones, there were some Giants fans out there that were not happy with it. Uh, When you really do a deep dive into the makeup of the contract with Daniel Jones and the Giants, it really is a good one. The crux of it, right, the nuts and bolts of it is really a three-year deal, $37.5 million a year for Daniel Jones. 
the fourth year will never play out for Daniel. Not to say that he won't be here, but by that point, uh, so so a lot of a lot of cap individuals call it a dummy year, okay? Um, and so it won't play out. They'll, they'll renegotiate his deal. Of course, if all things go well with Daniel and he's still the starting quarterback here and the Giants want to continue uh, him being the starting quarterback moving forward past the next three years. Um, so it, it's, it's it, and the cap hit is not significant for the Giants, even though they came in with a very, very healthy cap space. Top three, I want to say, top three or top five in the NFL. So um, the contract, and there's a lot of incentives. I'm going to say there's like $35 million in incentives with Daniel Jones's contract. So uh, even though at first, I'm sure Giants fans are like, wait, what? What do we do? Where it all plays out is Daniel is being paid as like a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. And I think that's fair. It's equivalent to what Derek Carr is going to get playing for the Saints. And when you look at the landscape in the NFL, I think it's fair and I think it's safe to say that Daniel is deserving of falling in somewhere around top 10 uh, quarterback-wise in the NFL. Also, if the Giants do decide to um, to get out of the contract, whether it's a trade, whether it's a cut, uh, there is not a significant hit in regard to dead cap money. So uh, the contract actually does look quite well um, for the Giants. 800-919-3776. I know we've got some calls coming in. Uh, we'll get to you in just a second, I promise. Stuart, you will be first up. Um, so with that being said, I think right now the Giants are focusing in on Saquon Barkley, right? As we know right now, a tag has been placed on Saquon. Uh, so the Giants are, are on tap to, to pay him 10 point something, 10.5, 10.3 million dollars. I don't see Saquon Barkley playing this season with a one year franchise tag. I think it's too risky, especially for a player who has been injury prone in the past. We did not see him, uh, suffer, you know, any significant injuries this year. Uh, but is it safe to say that somebody who has been injury prone in the past, I just don't think it would be wise. Saquon Barkley wants to be paid somewhere around 14, 15 million. The Giants are somewhere in the 12 to 13 million range, which puts him in, in the realm of Delvin Cook running back for the Minnesota Vikings, which again, I think is very fair. When you look at Saquon Barkley's skill set and you look at how the Minnesota Vikings utilize Cook, he's in the running, no pun intended, each and every year, uh, for the most yards in the NFL, he's utilized in the passing game. So I think that's very fair. I think, you know, once the Giants could work that out with Saquon Barkley, they'll have an even better understanding of their cap space. I think they need to go after a wide receiver. Does it mean that they trade for somebody like Brandon Ayuk? Do they sign Adam Thielen, who's now been released from the Minnesota Vikings? Uh, do they do they focus in on a wide receiver in the draft? Uh, I think they go for a corner where they're drafting, I think uh, I think there's going to be more value for a cornerback in the draft where they're drafting as opposed to a wide receiver. So, um, you know, I I I think there's I think there's a lot of potential um, for this Giants team, and especially uh, they've got to work out a deal with Leo Leo Williams. Um, you know, he's 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 on the hook for quite a bit of dough from what I understand he really likes this organization he likes playing for the Giants by the way um, maybe I bury the lead here guys um, I was at this fantastic new restaurant here in Weehawken it's called Blue on the Hudson really really phenomenal they just opened up about a month two months ago um, really sensational great right there on Weehawken overlooks the city food is tremendous the bar area is like on point 
I've been there about three or four times. Wink Martindale was there last night. And so I was sitting at the bar. He was having dinner with his family um, at a booth right, right near the bar. And, uh, as he was getting ready to leave, he came over and, and, um, and we spoke and, um, I told him how thrilled I was that, um, I know that he, he toured around and, and was interviewing for a few head coaching positions. Uh, but I told him how, how I'm sure he was disappointed that he didn't get any, but how thrilled I am that he's back with the giants. So it was wonderful to see Wink, uh, really, really nice man. And, um, and, and I think it's, it's really, it's big that both um, the Giants, uh, both the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator are back this season for the Giants. Watch out for this Giants team now. You know, now for sure they're going to have Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. they got cap space to make some moves. Um, we know that Joe Shane does a good job when it comes to evaluating talent and what they're going to do in the draft. And I think this Eagles team is going to regress a little bit. They're going to be losing a lot of players on that defensive side of the ball. So watch out for this Giants team. I think they have a good shot this season, potentially, of winning that NFC East. Okay, let's go to Stuart in Brooklyn. Stuart, you're up. Welcome in. Oh, hi, Anita. How are you? I uh, really like your football picks. And uh, Michael K said you had the highest rating of everybody as far as the picks go. And uh, what I wanted to ask you was uh, about some teams that we've never heard of that can be big spoilers in the tournament coming up. Um, who, who I think, well, here's the thing. And, yeah. And, and Stuart, in other words, upset specials. Right. Stuart, I, I appreciate it. Appreciate the kind words and, and thank you for calling in the show. And, and I appreciate, uh, you know, uh, Michael K giving me a shout out. That's always nice. So funny. Whenever Michael and the fellas talk about me, my phone blows up. Um, that's a, that's good news, right? Because, uh, now, you know, a lot of people are listening to their programs. So that's awesome. Um, I, I'm, I, I need, again, I, I love Iona. Um, I think there are another number of teams out there that that can make some moves and can pull some upsets. Uh, but I need to see I need to see the bracket because at the end of the day, this is all about matchups, right? I, I do weigh heavily teams that play in in competitive conferences. Um, by the way, I, I do weigh that heavily. So, for example, like you know, I'm going to put a lot more uh, emphasis on on Big Ten teams why they're going to more than likely have nine teams advance in, into the March Madness tournament. The SEC will have more than likely eight teams. The Big 12 will have seven. So I, I do weigh that in regard to strength of schedule and competition, especially when you're talking about conferences that are sending that many, that many teams uh, to, to, this, to the big dance. But um, unfortunately, I, I, just, I don't have any plays for you right now until after tonight uh, we see how this bracket is going to lay out. I do a deep dive and, uh, and just follow me on my social media at Anita Marks for Twitter at Anita underscore Marks on Instagram. And, uh, and trust me all this week, I will be handing out a, no- a number of plays, a, num- a number of picks. I'm going to be all over it. So, um, so just follow me this week and I will have some plays and some picks for you. That's for sure. Before we take our next break, uh, let's go to Mike. Cause he wants to talk about Daniel Jones. Mike, welcome in. Good morning. Hey, Anita. Uh, I want to get to two things, but I want to talk about Daniel Jones. I'm a Giants fan, uh-huh. and uh, I'm not an expert, but it's so frustrating when they, you know, Giants fans that listen to sports radio, and I'm assuming they have decent knowledge of the sport and whatnot, but did they, and saying, you know, $40 million, did they not forget 
it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe like the first seven games of the season or eight, he single-handedly won in the fourth quarter, five of them, right? Yep. Like yep. brought us back. Yep. And then also, you know, the talent he had, we can look at that. But also, again, I, I might be wrong, but what I've heard is, isn't the salary cap going up to like $230, $240 million next year? The it's, year it's, after? It's, it's going up right? there. I don't, know, I don't know exactly what the number is going to be, but it, it's going up there. So all these Giants fans, you know, calling in. and I mean, they, the guy we have is the guy we need. $40 million is $40 million. He gets what he deserves. It's the paying rate going for quarterbacks now. And it is what it is. Don't complain about it. And don't think – I mean, he's going to get better talent. They did what they did. And, you know, you take a look at the Eagles. I mean, like you said, their talent's going to go down because uh, Hurts needs to get paid. Um, so I want to say that about the Giants fans. And then, again, I'm going to keep calling in every week, Anita, to remind you about your – you want to be an NFL analyst. I think you're going to do great. The one thing I just want to say is it's not about whether you played the sport. It's about your passion and your knowledge and your expertise. And you have all of those in spades. Guys do the sport that never played and don't have the passion or expertise you have. That's all you need to go on. People listen – because how much you love the sport and you know about it and the energy and effort you put into it. That's all you need on your resume. So keep hustling, keep grinding, and keep making those other women and those other support support you guys. You deserve it. Have a great day. Mike, thank, Mike, thank you. Uh, very, very kind words. Really do appreciate you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> all right, we come back. Uh, we've got some XFL. Might not be the NFL, but we still have some, some pigskin flying around. Uh, this afternoon and this evening, and I've got some picks and plays for you. Uh, went one and one yesterday. Actually, went two and one because I I did like the Sea Dragons. They won and they covered. Um, the Roughnecks uh, took it to the the Guardians, which was expected. I had the over in that Seattle San Antonio game that did not hit. So went two and one yesterday. Uh, so two more games tonight. Uh, Tom Lungenbill is going to. Lunenbill, I, I can never pronounce his name properly, and that's on me, uh, is, going to, is going to preview uh, the two games for us coming up this Sunday. Also, I've got some great picks and plays for you, NBA, college basketball, as well as the Players' Championship. Um, we are still on Rogers' watch. Will news break in the next 26 minutes? We certainly hope so. Only time will tell. With you until noon this afternoon, right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sunday morning. (laughs) 
Yeah, Anita, it's Sunday fun day. Come on. We're on Roger's watch. Uh, XFL action. Last night, the Roughnecks took care of the Guardians 44-16. to Laid the nine with the Roughnecks. Uh, so now they're 4-0. Wade Phillips, head coach there. Uh, the Sea Dragons took care of the Brahmas 15-6. to So they covered. I had the over, which did not cover. Two more games today. At 4 o'clock, you've got the Renegades going up against the Battle Hawks. Um, at 7 o'clock, you've got the Vipers going up against the D.C. Defenders. Uh, Tom Luganbill is part of the ES team who joined me earlier this week. Uh, this is him previewing the two games with me today. Let's listen in. Yeah, and I, to be honest with you, they might get a little bit more. Uh, the word out there is that they're considering open some portions of the upper, upper deck on, on both sides. And, and in 2020, they drew really, really well. And so not, not unexpected, but you know, highly anticipated because they've been on the road for the first three mm-hmm. weeks. And so... I think that's the I think that Darlington's biggest challenge is can they deal with the road? You know, I, you know, unlike the NFL, unlike a lot of college football venues, it's not as if every time you go on the road you're going to have to deal with communication issues, right? Well, maybe in in this particular setting, and and certainly in DC too. I mean, DC packed the house last week at the game I was at, made it very difficult on St. Louis with their communication, and I think St. Louis rebounds well. I have no problem laying on on St. Louis as well. I think a lot of it is because of the environment. And last but not least, you got the Vipers going up against the D.C. Defenders, a team, obviously, that you just pointed out you know extremely well. D.C. at home, that snake, <laughs> that sna- what the is it? The, the, the beer snake, front and foremost. The D.C. Defenders favored by six. The over-under is at 41. I, I kind of I lean towards the Vipers covering, so I'm kind of leaning towards the Vipers getting the six. But th- to me, this game is somewhat of a, of, of a toss-up, so I'm really curious uh, how you would play this. So having this game two weeks ago between these two teams, and I referenced earlier about Vegas, how, how uh, impressive they are as a pass rushing team. So the first half of their first game, um, they, DC just couldn't get anything going. And Vegas was having their way. Their defensive front was teeing off the whole nine yards. And then De'Eric King came into the game. And all of a sudden, D.C. looked like a college football team with a dual-threat quarterback and started running quarterback power, quarterback counter, zone read, RPO, and completely neutralized Vegas on defense. Vegas did not know which way was up. They did not have a plan. They, they made no adjustments. And the game completely got away from them in the second half. And so what I'm looking at from the Vegas perspective is – if they have a plan to stop quarterback run, this is going to be a very, very close game. If they still struggle to stop quarterback run, then I think D.C. could win this by eight or more. So, again, uh, the XFL, two games today, 4 o'clock. Renegades going up against the Battle Hawks. Uh, I'm going to lay the four with the Battle Hawks. This is their first game back at home, um, or I should say their first game at home this season and they're expecting thirty-five to 40,000 people. Um, also, A.J. McCarron is their starting quarterback. And also, they, the, uh, the Renegades lost their number one, pretty much the number one defensive player, Josh Hawkins. He's a, he's a cornerback. So I'm going to lay the four with the Battlehawks. Also, the Vipers and the D.C. Uh, defenders. I'm going to go with the Vipers plus six. They have Brent Hundley now is their uh, starting quarterback. Uh, he rushed for 66 yards and, and a touchdown, put up 26 total points. And, uh, and D.C. is going to be without linebacker Francis and defensive tackle Wright because both of them were, are suspended for fighting last week.
So I'm on the Vipers getting the points, and I'm on the Battlehawks laying the points today. Quick break. We come back. Uh, I've got some NBA, some college basketball, and some players, the players, golf picks for you as well. Let's end the show strong next. Anita Marks with you on this Sunday morning here at 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Anita, do you have any idea why I'm playing a Van Halen song to uh, close out the show? I don't know, but I like... I like my favorite line is reach down between my legs and ease the seat back and cheese. Anyway, go ahead. Why are you playing it? Well, there's a very good reason. And because that was the show open of one Dave Rothenberg. And today just so happens to be his 50th birthday. Let's go. Woo-hoo! Let's go indeed, Dave, from all of your weird noises that you like to make over the air <laughs> to this. <laughs> To this, I'll be a wild animal, like a boar. <laughs> and we always also love when you decide to sing us a song or two from here and for every now and again. Now and again, shake it up. Maybe some of this as well. Whoa, we're halfway there. Love and your Oh, Dave, Dave, Dave. Happy birthday, Dave. Wow. What I wonder what you're going to put together on my birthday. Well, when is your birthday? That's, Let's start with that. That's that's quite frightening. Uh, <laughs> my birthday is April 29th. It always it always falls around the NFL draft. So it's like it's don't get me started. Um, anyway, uh, happy birthday, Dave. I'm sure uh, a number of people miss you uh, on Saturday mornings. Which, by the way, does he does he do Stump Rothenberg uh, in the morning? Oh, he sure does. Uh, he does it every Wednesday morning. You can tune in around 7.45 in the morning on DPH and Rothenberg, which you can catch from 6 to 10 every weekday here on 98.7 ESPN. Does D- does DPH ever, does, A, does DPH, um, does he try to stump, stump him? And does and is he successful? <clears throat> uh, I believe they do a five-pack. I don't know if um, DPH does a five-pack where they usually ask him about uh, college athletes and where they went to school. I don't know if uh, DPH really t- um, chimes in on that so much, but I do know one mm. thing, and Dave does not take many of these. Let's get a little look, look at the traffic. Okay, it said L-L-L-L <laughs> in the uh, system, so I thought oh he was going to say L-L-L, but uh, oh well, I'm going to stop playing drops and uh, just wanted to wish <laughs> Dave a happy birthday. 
Oh, that was funny. Okay. All right. Uh, we've got about three minutes left in the show, and I want to get you some winners heading into this Sunday fun day. So let's do it. Um, just to recap, XFL today, four o'clock, Battle Hawks. I'm going to lay the four in that game against the Renegades. And also um, the Vipers give me the six. So Vipers plus six against the DC Defenders in Washington and uh, and give me the Battle Hawks minus four. I gave you all the reasons why. Um, uh, in, in basketball, in the NBA, a few things. Uh, the Nets going up against the Nuggets today at 3.30. Give me Bridges over 24.5 points. Give me Jokic triple-double. And you can get that at plus money at plus 105. Later on tonight, the Knicks taking on the Lakers. No bueno. I think this is going to be rough sledding. The Lakers, 5-2 and two without LeBron. They're shooting uh, 56% from the field um, against Toronto. And, um, and D'Lo is back. He had 28 points their last game. So I'm going to lay the 2.5 with the Lakers against the Knicks. Some college basketball, as we know. Just a few games remaining. March Madness tonight. Really excited about that. So Princeton is going up against Yale. Um, give me the 3.5 with Princeton. Uh, they are pretty much playing on their home court here. They're 6-1 against the spread uh, in their last seven games in this series. So give me Princeton, plus 3.5. Also, Texas A&M going up against Alabama. Give me the 5. Texas A&M getting 5 against Alabama. They beat the Tide earlier this year. They're 10-1 straight up. They're 10-1 uh, they're as well against the spread. Wade Taylor has just been an absolute beast. So there's that. Oh, also one more NBA game. I do like the Pelicans minus one and a half against Portland. They beat the Mavs on Wednesday. A really hard fought battle. And so I, I, I do like this Pelicans team. So I will lay the one and a half uh, with the Pelicans. I gave you the college basketball as well. We've got a minute 30 left. Let's talk some golf. They call this the fifth major. Why? It's the Players' Championship taking place at TPC Sawgrass down there in Ponte Vedra, Florida. Scotty Scheffler's at the top leaderboard at 1,400. He's got a two-shot lead. Um, right below him is Min Woo Lee, who uh, I was all over yesterday. Uh, he shot a 66. So Scotty is minus 250 to win this tournament. Too much juice. Why not throw some coin on Lee? right? He's second in strokes gained total, 11th in strokes gained tee to green, top five putting. Why not? You could get him at six to one, throw a little coin on him. I, I, my gut's telling me Scotty runs away with this, but again, you never, ever know. Six to one for Lee to pull the upset. I'm on it. Uh, Colin Morikawa, um, I've got him finishing in the top 10 at two to one. He's fifth in strokes gained tee to green, first in strokes gained approach. So um, I, I think he could get into the top 10. Again, I'm wagering two to one. And, and also the guy that I picked to win this tournament, Max Homa. Um, he's 15th in strokes gained tee to green. I'm going to put money that he can finish in the top 20 at minus 105. And also Gary Woodland to finish in the top 20 at plus 750. Those are my, my golf picks coming into the final round this afternoon. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We will continue to be on Roger's Watch. We'll see if it breaks today. Uh, Tom and Joe, appreciate you guys for producing the show. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your Sunday fun day right here on 98.7 ESPN. All the answers are right inside me.